0: The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by mybookie.ag. Log into mybookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With mybookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also sponsored by Oddshark. Head over to Oddshark now to get free picks from a supercomputer and expert writing staff. You'll also find the latest odds for every big game and fight from all the major online sportsbooks and casinos and betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. So head over to www.oddshark.com and give them a follow on Twitter at Oddshark. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Profit. Tired of having no true hedging option? Well, enter Profit, the only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previously placed sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. So sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. That's at (laughs) betprofit.co. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. This is part two of your international week or international weekend, mainly focusing on the UEFA Nations League. The reason we did two podcasts this week was because there are a load of games. And secondly, because we couldn't cover these second lot of games logically without knowing what was going on in the first lot of games. Some of them weren't even priced up. But now we go into it knowing some very interesting things. Uh, Spain are in trouble. If England win or if Croatia win, Spain are out, meaning they can't go through to the last four. They can't be relegated, unlike Germany. But Either England or Croatia will qualify ahead of them with Croatia beating Spain 3-2. So the winner takes all in this massive game now at Wembley. So Spain, who looks so comfortable, have gone and lost their last two games. They currently sit on six points. Uh, Germany have been relegated. They'll be playing in the second tier and Holland can now qualify with a point against Germany. If so, if they get one point, France are not going to be going to the final four. France will be out. So France are going to be stuck in second. Germany are going to be relegated. And Holland are going to finish above all of them with just a point. So we didn't know any of this stuff before. Uh, We know Denmark have gone through, despite the fact they've got one game left. They won away to Wales. It was a result that I expected And Belgium and Switzerland will be playing also in a winner-takes-all game against each other, and it's going to be at Switzerland. However, in order for Switzerland to qualify ahead of Belgium, they have to win this game by two clear goals, or they can win the game 1-0, because if they win 1-0, then the 2-1 that Switzerland lost by at Belgium counts as a better away result because the away goal will come into play that's where this begins to get complicated. That's why Holland only need a point because even though they will be level on points with France, they lost 2-1 in France but beat France 2-0. So when it goes to head-to-head, it doesn't go to goal difference. It goes to the results between the two teams as if this thing needed to be any more complicated than it is. Um, somehow, that's what, they've, that's what they've done. So even though the league tables have goal differences there, the goal difference is only coming to play if the two teams have played each other and only got the same result. So, for example, if... Switzerland beat Belgium 2-1, it'll be the same result that Belgium beat Switzerland. Therefore, the head-to-head record is null and void, and then we use the goal difference. So it's all very, very complicated, and this is exactly why I waited a day uh, to do the next part of the podcast, because going through the permutations of this would have been even more complicated unless we knew a large section of the results. So going into this, the games that I've picked out ...as being the most significant. We'll start at the top. Actually, we'll run chronologically uh, because I don't think I want to go all over the place with this one. We'll start chronologically with um, Italy versus Portugal tomorrow. Italy are best priced at five to four... Uh, Portugal are available at quite a big price of 4-1 and 11-5 the draw. The reason you get 4-1 in Portugal is because Cristiano Ronaldo is still not playing for them. He's dealing with all his personal issues you may know about, the rape case, etc. I think Italy will win this game. Portugal have got a 100% record in this group so far. However, Going to Italy is the toughest game that you can face. And um, if Italy were to win this game, they would actually overtake Portugal. They would go one point ahead of them. And then Portugal would face a must-win contest against Poland, who are pretty much already relegated from this group. I think Italy will win this game. I think they'll make it interesting. Uh, They're under new management uh, after not qualifying for the world cup. And I think that they will want to continue going on in the right direction. They obviously had that loss at Portugal, which is why Portugal are ahead of them in this group. Portugal beat them one nil the first time around. And I'm confident that Italy can turn that result around. And the bet I actually like better than that though, um, is the under two and a half goals in this game, because without Cristiano Ronaldo there, and with Italy being notoriously defensive, that is their reputation an Italian defense is a phrase that is often applied to teams that defend deep and concentrate on their defending first before anything else. So if that philosophy is implemented in this game and don't get me wrong, Portugal are defensive as well. Even, even with Ronaldo, the idea for Portugal is usually to soak up pressure and hope that Cristiano can grab you a goal, but there's no Cristiano here. So, the philosophy will pretty much be, let's not concede a goal. So I think this is a very, very, very good bet to go under the total, under the two and a half goals. And um, I'm trying to find you what the best price is on this as I'm looking through here. Just a note to any bookies that are listening to this, have some kind of fucking structure on your website. Put things in alphabetical order or... Put them in some kind of order of importance or at least structure things together. So if I'm looking for over, under on the goals, put everything relating to goals in one section. The, I'm looking for a site, and I'll name and shame, Skybet. It's an absolute fucking mess. I've now found what I'm looking for. It's four to six on the under. I think that's a great bet in this game. I think Italy will win it, but I'm far more likely to bet on the under and uh, the halftime at one to two under one and a half goals in the first half as well. I think this is far more likely to be tight in the first half than it is in the second because if there's a goal, this might open up a little bit, but I still think that your bet will be relatively safe. I'm going to take it on to... Sunday now, and now I will talk about the main game England versus Croatia. England are 10 to 11, 11 to 4, the draw, and 16 to 5 on Croatia. What's weird here is that there has been some line movement. Um, this site have reacted quickly to the news that Ivan Rakitic won't be playing for Croatia. He's pulled out, he's injured. But they've not adjusted the group bet. So I don't know who you guys bet with, obviously, but hopefully that's a similar situation to whomever you have your betting account with. I would bet on England to win this group, and that is weirdly available at 6-5. to So I'm under the impression that before that news came out about Rakitic, England were probably 6-5 to to win this game because there is no way for England to top the group without winning. They are behind Spain on points. If they get a draw here then they only move on to five points. One win, two draws and a loss. That's five. Three plus two equals five, at least when I went to school. So they will not be able to get to six points. So they they only can win this group with a win. What's funny here is that England are relegated with a draw if the draw has goals in it, so if it's nil-nil, which is the exact same straw score that England got in Croatia, then they will go to goal difference and Croatia have the horrendous goal difference because they got battered in Spain. However, if there's goals in this, Croatia will have an away goal at England. So any kind of draw with goals in it will send England down from this group. So they'll be playing in a second tier of the UEFA Nations League with Germany. I don't think that will happen. I think England will win this game. England looked good against the USA and that was their fringe players that played. They looked really good in winning against Spain and there's massive, massive revenge factor here going up against Croatia. you will have to be, it'd be interesting to see if England have learned from that loss. I think Rakitic is a big loss for Croatia so I would bet this now before everybody adjusts to it. Um, if you can, use the strategy of betting on it for England to win the group because there's a better price available there. That's how I'll be doing it. Even if you look back to that World Cup game, there were large periods in that game that England dominated. They allowed Croatia to get back into the game. England should have been... Three or four nil up at certain points in that game, even, even at half time alone. At half time alone, they should have gone in three up. I remember watching that game thinking it was an absolute stroll when England were going to the World Cup final. But um, Croatia found something here, um, something there, sorry, an extra bit of motivation that I don't quite think they're going to bring to Wembley. And uh, I do think England will be able to beat them on home turf, uh, especially, as I said, with Rakitic missing from the team. <laughs> Another big game on Sunday night, Switzerland versus... Belgium Switzerland are 12 to 5 the draw is 12 to 5 and it's 6 to 5 on Belgium um, yeah Switzerland are no mugs but they need to beat Belgium here usually Switzerland's tactics against a top team would be to frustrate them that's what they did against Brazil in the world cup when they got a 1-1 draw there the thing is here is they have to come out and play so tactically that makes it a very different kind of game it's Switzerland that needs to win and I have a feeling that that will open them up to be counter attacked to pieces with the likes of Merton and Hazard and Batshwaii scoring goals. I was surprised that uh, Batshwaii got the nod to start in front of Lukaku. Maybe they were holding Lukaku back for this game, but it'd be interesting to see if he plays when Batshwaii's just banged in two goals against Iceland, which was our lock by the way, which continues our solid lock record, takes us up to 10 and 3 now here on the EPL show. But with or without Lukaku, I think Batshuayi is a competent striker. You've got two Hazards in this team. Obviously, Eden Hazard is the more well-known one and obviously the world-class one. You've got Mertens, you've got Axel Witzel spraying the ball around, you've got solid defence, you've got a quarter goal, and you're asking switzerland to play against their usual style and strategy i think gaps are going to open up and i do think that belgium may expose them and go on and win this game i certainly think belgium will top this group and that's another good bet you can take belgium at two to five you can parlay belgium with england at two to five so i think we may do something interesting with um, with our parlay at the end of this podcast something we've never done before so before we do that though we've still got a couple more games to cover we're going to look at Monday and uh, the big one there is, of course, Germany versus Holland. Holland can do double damage here. They've already relegated Germany and now they could knock France out of the Nations League. They could secure their place in the top four. And all they need is a point to get to those semifinals next summer. They just need a point. In Germany, a team that have only got one point so far and are relegated. So what are the odds? It's eight to 11 on Germany. It's three to one on the draw and it's seven to two on Holland. It's even money that Holland get a win or a draw on the double chance here and win this group. But it's eight to 11 that France win this group because that's the same price as Germany to win this group because France can only win this group now if Germany helped them out. Now, this is very, very interesting because we have to look at the plight of Germany who went into the World Cup as strong favourites. One of the favourites, they did not win the World Cup. They did not even qualify from their group. That was humiliating. They lost to Mexico And they lost to South Korea. They came home after three games. They then needed to rebuild. They stuck with a manager. They needed to sort their shit out. They played well against France, even though they didn't win. They drew nil-nil. And then they went to Holland and got absolutely smashed in Amsterdam. I went to that game. And bearing in mind that the Holland slash the Netherlands are Germany's biggest rival in football, that was double humiliation. To add to that, they went 1-0 up against France, went in at half time 1-0 up, and then lost that game 2-1. And today, they've been relegated by Holland beating France. So you've got World Cup failure, failure to retain, failure to get out of the group, a humiliating defeat against Holland, and now a relegation. And to add to that, to make it five things, Holland... W- could come here and avoid a defeat and they could win the group so they would allow their rivals to win their group on their turf this would be this would put germany in the worst position i've ever seen them in in our lifetimes i just can't see it guys i just as much as it sounds great and as much as i'd love to see germany in this position and as much as it would be hilarious i think that we've had quite a lot of hilarity already. It was funny to see them go out of the World Cup. It's hilarious that they've been relegated from this group. It was hilarious to see them tonked by Holland. I think that it just might be one step too much. I think this team are going to come out on fire. They are not going to let Holland win this group, they are not going to go through all of that they didn't retain the World Cup they went out of the group, they got beaten 3-0 in Amsterdam, they're relegated and now Holland come to Germany and celebrate on their pitch by avoiding a defeat and winning the group in the Nations League that Germany got relegated from uh-uh. I just I'm not seeing it I'm going to take Germany to win this game and for France to win this group and that's the other thing we're not even talking about with, with, I'm focusing so much on Germany. I should be talking more about the fact that the world champions will be eliminated from this competition and it will be Holland in the top, in the final four. I just think that, wow, that would just be incredible. If that's what we're seeing at the end of this game on Monday night, if we're seeing um, Germany relegated France out and uh, Holland top of the group, I just think it's a bit, too much and a bit too far-fetched for me, I'm going to go for Germany to win this game. And even though they'll be relegated, it will send France through to the final four of the Nations League. Um, I wanted to look at the um, Nations League prices as they sit at the moment. So because they are the most likely to win their group out of the big teams, you've got Belgium sitting at 11 to 4. You've got France at 10 to 3 you've got portugal at 5 to 1 you've now got england at 7 to 1 holland 10 to 1 spain 10 to 1 and croatia at 16 to 1 so it's all very very interesting if i was to pick um my final four here i think uh, belgium are going to get through I think France are just about going to do it, as I just said. Um, I think Portugal are in a a too strong a position with two wins. Even if they lose to Italy, they will beat Poland in their last game. And I think England are going to beat Croatia. So I agree here that the top four are the four here. Belgium, France, Portugal and England. I can't see anything out of the bottom teams that I mentioned. Although it's very, very interesting. If England avoid defeat, or rather if, um, if England draw, sorry, if England are to draw with Croatia and leaving England and Croatia both on five points and Spain win this group because that game is a draw, then Spain are available at the moment at 10-1. to So that is one that I have a little bit of interest in. I think even if Holland do manage to avoid a defeat against Germany, uh, I don't think that they'll win in the final four. I think think there are better teams than them there. Overall, I, I strongly fancy Belgium to win this competition in the end. I think they were quite unlucky not to not to win the World Cup. I think um, France versus Belgium was the real final for some people. Uh, it was quite obvious that the winner was going to come out of that game and not really from the England-Croatia game. That was kind of to see who lost to one of the others in the final, as was evident by the fact that France won the final with two goals and Belgium won the third-place playoff by two goals. So... Um, yeah, I do think that it was it was probably the the final on on paper at least, and uh, Belgium dominated that game and were quite unlucky to be caught the way they were by France. And I do think they could go on and win the Nations League as as some sort of uh, compensation. So let's have a look at the lock dog parlay for for the end of this show. I'm going to do something interesting here. I'm going to do the lock and the parlay all as group winners Um, I'm going to take England as the lock to win their group Uh, I think that they will beat Croatia as I said England to win the group is available at six to five that is basically me taking England to win the match but I'm telling you to bet it as the group because the adjustments have not been made for Rakitic in the group bettings it's only been made in the match bettings it's an oversight by at least two bookies that I've seen so please have a look around and do it like that if not the lock is England. So there you go. It's it's, it's, it's a matter of uh, 10 to 11 or 6 to 5, but that's significant. That's plus 120 or minus 110. That's significant. And that I think is the value of not having Ivan Rakitic. Um, For the parlay... I'm going to go for a two-selection parlay here. So two selections here on the parlay is not going to be a three-teamer. It's going to be a two-teamer. And it's going to stay in the groups. It's going to be France to win their group. And Belgium to win their group. So what you're going to need here is Belgium to avoid a defeat against Switzerland, and you're going to need Germany to beat Holland. So it's a it's a double here. Uh, $100 on that returns you $280. So we're nearly getting uh, nearly getting two to one there. I really like that. I just I just think that if I lose that bet, it's going to be because Holland are through. And it's another embarrassment for Germany and also France are out, which massively will increase the chances of England winning, providing that the lot comes in and they have beaten Croatia. And uh, the last selection, a dog. We didn't look at anything on the board that was an underdog. Um, So I am going to go for a game we actually haven't looked specifically at. I'm going to go for Albania to beat Scotland, which happens tomorrow. Um, Albania are nine to four. This group is wide open. Um, Scotland have won one and lost one. Israel have won two and lost one. And Albania have won one and lost one. So what's been happening in this group is that Israel have lost in Albania, but have won their two home games against Scotland and Albania. And Albania, as I just said, have beaten Israel. Scotland have won their home games against Albania, but have lost in Israel. And in the final game, Scotland will beat Israel. Long story short, every single team is winning at home. Now, if Albania beat Israel at home, I don't think they're going to have much difficulty beating Scotland. In addition to that, Scotland have got seven players that have pulled out of their squad, which is stupid because... Scotland have a good chance of actually winning this group, which would be a massive upset. If Scotland get a point in Albania and they win their home game against Israel, Scotland will win this group. And that would be a big achievement for Scotland to do this. If Scotland lose this game and then lose to Israel, they're going to get relegated. Now, I don't know what the expectations are of this because this is a very evenly matched group between Scotland, Israel, and Albania. But home field seems to be a significant thing in this. As I said, Israel 100% at home. And going into this game, Albania are 100% at home and Scotland are 100% at home. There hasn't been an away win in this group I don't think that that will change. I think the players out is going to make a difference. I think this is a great, great price. I would no way be pricing Scotland up as a uh, six to four favorite to, to go and win in Albania. Five to four, actually, in some places. So I think that's a terrible bet. And um, I'm on Albania here to cause the upset on Saturday. That's a Saturday, 7.45 UK time. I think that'll actually be the first game that gets played in in our bets. I think that will run alongside Italy and Portugal. So if you're just listening to this today and it's Saturday, um, all the big stuff comes tomorrow at 2 p.m. UK time, England versus Croatia. That'll be the big one. Winner takes all. Winner takes all in Switzerland, Belgium. Obviously, I can't underestimate how big of a game um, or sorry, I can't overestimate how big of a game uh, Germany and Holland is going to be on Monday night at 7:45. So that concludes the EPL show international edition. Um, Previously, over the years, we've not really liked international fixtures that much. We've been dying to get the premiership back. And I am dying for the premiership to come back. But I tell you, the UEFA Nations League has made international football so much better. It is a slightly complicated competition, but once you can get past that, once you can work out the different rules and permutations and, and see where the tournament's actually going and know that this result will get you relegated and this result will get you promoted and we're ultimately playing to get through to the to final four next summer, then it does become a hell of a competition. The players certainly understand because they've been proper... Going for it in the game. Speaking of going for it in the games, um, I saw the um, Brazil-Uruguay game earlier, and that was a rough game. Like, I've never seen so many yellow cards in a friendly. I think the game featuring Brazil... And uh, Cameroon, which is a, which is in England, happening in the MK Stadium on Tuesday, will be very, very different to that. I think it's going to be a much tamer game. Um, you're going to get to see Brazil play a lot more football there. It's going to be one of your more standardized Brazil friendlies as opposed to what we saw today, which was Uruguay and Brazil, two teams that don't like each other, just kicking the crap out of each other. There isn't a price available yet. Um, If I was to guess, I would think that Brazil, once it gets priced up, will be available at around about two to seven or one to three. Now, I'm not going to do a separate podcast for that. I'm just going to tell you that take Brazil on the minus one handicap or also take Brazil to win to nil because... Brazil haven't conceded a goal since the World Cup. Um, They are very defensively decent team um they take the friendlies seriously because they're always on a world tour they they make more money they get paid a lot of games to play these friendlies worldwide they always bring out the big guns unless they're injured so Coutinho was missing tonight because he is legitimately injured but otherwise we saw everybody else Firmino Neymar all the crew were there so expect a big win for Brazil um There'll probably be a tip posted up for that on my website, LockBetting.com. Don't forget to check that out. The European show there will be back next week. There'll also be Champions League next week. But I'll be back here on the Sports Gambling Podcast next week, as usual, on Thursday with the EPL show covering the Premier League as normal. As always, good luck with your bets. Thanks for listening.